This is a HeadGum Podcast. This ain't that long-term vision and investment. This is time to get that ink quicker than sexton. If you about that, that's money sensation. It's time to open up your ears to twin innovation. Howdy, folks, and welcome to Twinovation, the podcast for your schemes, dreams, misdemeans, conscripts, hustles, any way you're making that money. We are here to help you. And as always, I'm joined by my shifty, nifty, evil twin brother, El Jefe the Chefe, Jeff Rosenberg. Ice train's about to go off the rails. And of course, we're joined by the Dame Bond Dutch herself. She's Anna Rosenberg. Hello, hello. We're doing back-to-back episodes. Uh, pretty unique of us. Back-to-back. Uh, back-to-back. You know it. You're here. You're loving us. The nation runs strong. Uh, for any new nation members out there, what we do is we pitch ideas, inventions, you know, those schemes and those dreams, and we really help make everyone a lot of money in the meantime. We, we sort of have a CNBC web series, and for you foreigners out there, that's sort of our money channel. Mm-hmm. Squawk box. Squawk box. Uh, Jeff, I texted you this last night, but I think there might be, you know, obviously it's tough to get cable these days. Um, so the Adult Swim Rick and Morty show just released on uh, HBO Max, and we've really been enjoying that squanching. That's very yeah. cool, dude. Uh, I'll have to get on that. You know, not great to talk about a more successful show than our very own here on the Twinovation Network. Well, maybe we could, you know, parlay a relationship and maybe do a crossover series. Well, they've been canceled. I thought they were still going on, but uh, sound off in the comments if you know what's happening with that show. With what? With Rick and Morty? Yeah, one of the uh, one of the guys got caught doing some oh. stuff. Okay, well... That's unfortunate. Yeah, I think he's like the main guy that does all the voices and stuff. So how do you, I guess here's where AI comes in and can really move the ship forward. You know, AI, you can now have people's faces, people's voices easier than ever. And so for an animation like that, you can imagine the Simpsons going on for hundreds and hundreds of years of at this point. Of course, no one wants that soulless type of art. No one wants. Well, you know, I agree right. and if disagree. A, if, a robot, if a robot carves a sculpture, is, is it art? Uh, I don't know. I mean, like, if a squirrel, like, makes a nice, like, little pile of berries, is it art? I mean, maybe to them. Maybe even to us, but I'm not going to pay uh, admission to the Met to see the berry pile, you know, and therefore, nor do I care what the robot can do. You wouldn't pay to see a live exhibition, an exhibit for short, of a robot sculpting uh, David from no. Michelangelo. I, Actually, even... I would pay to see that squirrel put a nest together. That sounds kind of cool to see <laughs> in a museum, you know? Well, maybe you're right. Uh, but I, do, I just, I don't know. I'm... I'm kind of turning the other way when it comes to AI, which is probably stupid because actually, you know, a lot of people use it for helpful work stuff actually quite a bit. And Jeff uses it for most of his pitches. <laughs> hey, come on, we all know that's you. Oh. It's probably something that would be a really smart thing to get really good at now because I can only imagine that with each passing year, it's going to be like the biggest job. Teenagers like, are making millions on it already from my Instagram ads. 
Wow. Really? That's, That's so cool. And we don't even know what they're doing, but the millions are kind of coming well, in. I'm ready to hear about something else like beyond affiliate marketing. Like I don't mm. want to hear about affiliate marketing ever again. You want I, new well, you, gotta, uh, you want new pyramid schemes. Yeah, something new to sink my teeth into. Right. Uh, and drop shipping has gone gone the way of the dinosaur. The way of the dodo. Yeah, yes. the dodo. Yeah. I mean, drop shipping, that's essentially what Sheen does, I imagine. I wouldn't know. You know, Sheen actually uh, is and a. And Timu? I ordered uh, some little hair accessories, okay, from there, and they it was like a $20 package. And it just never came, and you can't get like, it. Back like, from there, there. And there was just, there was a robot pinky in the packaging covered in, covered in oil, which, you know, is, <laughs> is their form of blood. <laughs> well, it's like I'm never gonna it's get a, that money help, back. It's a help like, note with one zero zero one one zero zero one one. <laughs> Morse code. And I'm wondering if I should just order the same, you know, hair stuff again, or just not give them any more business. But it's well, do you like, dance with the devil twice? Well, they go to the big bin in aisle twenty two C dash four. It's probably a robot doing that. Yeah, exactly. Oh, you know, when will the robots be buying the stuff uh, that the humans are making because they realize it's cheaper to actually have the humans uh, running along? Uh, you know, yeah, yeah. You feed them sure. a, a bowl of cereal a day, <laughs> and this, hum, this human can work, uh, you know, sixteen hours for up to, you know, you know, call it. 60 years really probably 45 at that rate sure uh, a lot cheaper uh, than maintaining that robot at the end of the day what do you think about that well i i think all of this really reminds me a lot of my movie idea of course the human zoo the human zoo indeed if you recall from several episodes back that was actually the episode that Went viral on Spotify. Really? Yes. Uh, Can you uh, refresh my my memories about the human zoo? Sure. So this was my movie idea, of course, where there is a it's a futuristic film starring Michael Fassbender. In the near future, uh, where the not so distant past. It basically it's like in the future, uh, robots are basically the new humans. They've taken over society and actual and they've started to breed with humans, in fact, to the the point where most people are either full robots or half human, half robot. And true humans are now so rare that they're actually kept in zoos so that they can be, you know, preserved. An endangered species. Yeah, they're they're endangered species that are kind of kept in these you know, uh, zoos basically by the robots. And mm-hmm. it's basically, you know, if that's not compelling enough for you, I don't know what else well, to Well, what do we think it- happens from there? Do we get that out of the picture? Uh, I think it's going to be a love story between like a hot robot, ha- half robot girl and the human. Michael Fassbender is the human in the zoo, of course. And uh, maybe I'm being influenced by that movie, Artificial Intelligence. What movie was Michael Fassbender ever in? Uh, I mean, the killer, the Magneto one, you know, that the snowman was he only ever in Magneto. It's like uh, I'm I'm ready for that to be done, too. Like, we don't need any more Marvel of any kind. 
Uh, I would go for another X-Men movie if Hugh Jackman wanted to strap up the claws again. Huge jacked man? Yeah, if he wanted to go for number 12, he's up, <laughs> he's up there. But, uh, you know, I'm a huge fan. What day is it? What's we the are, date? We are 24th, on day 23. We've made it 23 days so far with no alcohol. Of and course, that's no- our dry Jan. For any new listeners out there, we kind of spoke about this last week. No uh, alcohol, no restaurants. Okay? Well, I, I'm drinking a little tea right now and i put a little bit of jank 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 jack daniels in there oh, <laughs> yeah <David. laughs> oh uh, oh 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 i'm pretty proud of us except the only thing that kind of stinks is that for me at for us well i don't know i think just for me because i think david you do enjoy drinking your beer and your high noon <laughs> i don't really drink that much Except for whatever, well, except for sometimes when we would go out and when we go out to socialize, right? But if we're not socializing at all and we're only going out to dinner, like, you know, sporadically. You don't need I, the liquid courage at home. I don't really drink that much regularly. So not drinking in January, it's not really too much of a change for me, unfortunately. I wish that it was. Like, I mean, it's a change in the sense that, like, We're not going to restaurants, so that's huge because that's, like, a huge lifestyle change. But in the sense of, like, cutting out alcohol, I almost wish I used to drink more because it's, like, then quitting drinking. I would probably lose, like, 30 pounds this month. But it's, like, I didn't really drink enough to become fat from drinking. I got this way by fucking eating. (laughs) And it's, like, this is going to take months. This is going to take months. Like, the biggest loser. It's going to take months. The biggest winner in my book, or the smallest winner, I should say, mm-hmm. Jeff, uh, for me and the dry January sort of journey that I'm on, um, <laughs> I don't see it ending in January, Jeff. Yes, I, of course. I, I we, what do you mean you? Of course we don't see it ending. Well, I'm sort what of pushing you forward. You're, you're uh, addicted to the, the non-addiction. We like it's it. Jeff. Jeff, what we're talking about here is a shift in mindset. We call that that bulletproof mystery method mindset okay <laughs> now for any listeners really out there that don't know mystery yeah, go on uh he was sort of a tip-top pickup artist in the early 2000s i used to love his show on vh1 that was one of my favorites and jeff of course read his book the the game mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you gave it to me and and uh i thought it was an interesting read i, I was yeah. surprised by everything you highlighted yeah, <laughs> you got me there, boy. You That's got me Jeff there. Jeff Peacocks everywhere he goes. Jeff Peacocks, and I, I think he's known to do the dual induction massage. <laughs> <laughs> what is that, Dave? What is that, Dave? I don't know. You'll have to ask Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like something. You, what was the name of his show? It wasn't the Mystery Method, was it? I think it was right. It was like Mystery mm. the Dave the Pickup Artist the Pickup Artist. Mystery the Pickup Artist. That's what it was called. Yeah. Didn't he try and kill himself? Oh, God. I don't Jeff. know, Jeff. The last vanishing <laughs> act of the magician. No, he's not a magician. He's well, a pickup artist. You're I, thinking I, of I David know, Blaine. I think, no, he comes from a magician background because that's one of his ways to impress women. I mean, I would be in thr- – like, if, okay, if I was – not even – I feel like if, if we saw him at a bar, Dave, we would well, want to talk to him. you're an easy get. We know that. I'm, oh, shut <laughs> up, Jeff. I'm actually uh, – when I was single in my old days, I was actually a very difficult get because I was incredibly like – People mean uh, to everyone like that to would call approach me. Loose 
Uh, no, Jeff. In fact, quite no. I was actually kind of one of those, uh, an easy you know, beaver, rough around the say. edges with a diamond, with, with, a heart of, with a heart of gold. David, don't let him <laughs> talk about your wife like Jeff, that. How dare you? Jeff, we'd all like to know what your body count is. I know that's a bit toxic in today's culture, but, uh, you Ugh. know, you've, you've sort of been all around the world. Tasted Neil many Seal. different cuisines, you if you will. Murders? That's disgusting, David. No, Jeff, body count is sort of a toxic thing where people in relationships ask how many partners their partner have oh, had. Oh, uh, no, I don't. That's not something I know. Uh, no, uh, no, the number's too high for you. Is that where you get confused? <laughs> Dave, uh, lovely, lovely exchange going on here. I'd like to say 190. <laughs> my man that's my man right there 190 that's revolting the ding dong about to fall off <laughs> <laughs> that's my new york man anyway what else is going on Ugh, we're not we're firing our fucking cleaning people yes well, that's Jeff, a wrap. the help oh, has you, to go you, you can't find uh good you can't you find know, decent uh, help no no one wants to work anymore they just literally showed up yesterday and like it just didn't clean our kitchen. It's I like, walked in and one was on the toilet, Jeff. <laughs> no, we did that. Is that true? Just on her cell phone playing uh, <laughs> Wordle. Went playing, the door playing Wordle. Her pants were on. She wasn't pooping or anything. She was just resting. Yeah, Wait, is that people true? People deserve breaks. No. Breaks too, you know? Not everyone can be cleaning. It's in their contract that they get to sit down. And you know, I'm such an idiot too because I gave last time um, I was in a meeting when they left, and so this time I wanted to make sure that I gave them a good cash tip in advance at the beginning, so that they would know that like they are gonna like Mm -hmm. they have are gonna have cash versus like do the good job now type of deal. I can send it through the company, but obviously anyone would rather have cash, right? Cash like, is so. king. I was, I gave it to oh, them so in you advance. Use one of these big, uh, uh, handy data houses that kind of uh, exploit uh, the worker, but it gives them, but it gives them leads. No, it's a franchise, and it sucks, and I'm not going to use it anymore. But basically. We had that we first they were like sending us like teenage boys. I hope they boys. didn't take your arrowhead, Dave. I think we had told <laughs> we had told of the, I think we had talked on the past about like the teenage boys like watching Anchorman like when they were supposed to be cleaning. Yes, like, boys will be boys. I've were, I was like, uh, can you not send any teenage boys here to to do the cleaning anymore? Then they start sending. My the, husband's getting too turned on by them. <laughs> they start sending these older ladies. And I was thrilled with them, and that's who I've had the last couple times. And then this time, they just like took it. They, I don't know what happened. They just didn't do it, and it's like I gave them the tip before they ever did shit, and they figured, oh. Well, did they cut? Did they not touch the kitchen at all? What are we talking about here? We're talking about a filthy stove. We're talking about mm. an unwiped uh, countertop. Okay, like uh, unacceptable shit here. Well, what? Fifty minutes after they came, I said. Here's the tip. Wear some deodorant. <laughs> <laughs> David. So anyway, yeah. I also find it incredibly awkward and upsetting to like have anyone come help clean the house anyway. Because it's like as soon as they're inside the apartment, I'm immediately like so ashamed to like knowing that they're like cleaning up like any mess Because well, your have. diapies are all over the place. <laughs> 
No, it's like I'm always like just thinking like, oh, like, yeah, like what are they thinking about me? Like what do they think about us? Like that they think I well, they you think install I some cameras who are, you know, hidden cameras. Yeah, we, have a couple. we do have a camera. Yeah, we have we a do couple have hidden a camera. cameras. In the kitchen um, in the toilet. No. Uh, no, in the hallway. You should get the yeah. ones where you can talk out of them and say you missed a spot. <laughs> we sit. We stay here. We don't leave them alone in our apartment. Like well, you're we not stay here. Like, if, if if they're, uh, I'm, you, I'm watching out of the corner of my good eye. Well, but you don't I, say we don't anything leave. about uh, how it's not up to your your. You know, uh, that's what everyone keeps saying to me is like, why am I not like, I don't know what anyone expects me to do. Like, I'm supposed to be like walking through inspecting it. Get like, on your knees you and scrub harder. Are you doing this? It's like, I'm not going to do that. I feel bad. You can't but- say, uh, can we, can we, uh, you know, what, Jeff? What? tackle the kitchen or something you know i know it's like too awkward and also like when they are done they just like basically leave like they're out the door find good help these days Uh, it's it's the truth we just have to get better at doing it ourselves i mean we really have no excuse no i hear you jeff uh what else is going on jeff the emmys the emmys of course we are big award season fans uh i called almost 80 to 90 percent of the winners uh, correctly we had a great time watching the emmys of course uh although i will i will reiterate what i've been saying all along which is that i do believe ted lasso is uh the, the world's most sophisticated money laundering front and i don't understand how it's still actually getting nominated for mm-hmm. emmys um however it didn't win that many which is great uh it seems to hopefully be coming to a close and we'll hopefully be rid of it soon. We can only hope it's similar to um, that uh, Downton Abbey where we're, we just don't want to see any more of you. <laughs> I would prefer to see those Downton Abbey people around rather than the Ted Lasso people. It's like, no, no, oh, no. I haven't given in a watch and there could be some hardcore Lasso heads out there. Um, so, you know, shoot us an email, tell us if you, uh, think it's worth the watch and I'll do a binge this weekend mm-hmm. and post it on my Everyone TikTok. that likes Ted Lasso is just kind of like, I like it cause it's kind. It's yeah. kind. I it's mean, like, I don't really okay. see, uh, I hear you. I'd like to watch it just to see how this kindness can. Yeah. What's the kindness all about? Like, I like I mean, things that, that are that mean. sweet and nice, but not necessarily funny. Yeah. Like funny and kind, do they really go together? I'm not so sure. Unless it's like cringy you have to be kind, mean to you know? be funny is the is the question. No, that we were watching Ellen DeGeneres's uh, hosting the Emmys in the early 2000s. Yes, Jeff, we were trying to find full episodes of previous uh, celebrations of course, at the Emmys. Yeah, I would love to love to see a version of that online where you can kind of watch the the full. Ellen is a really good host. Ellen's a great host. Conan back in the early teens. Ellen and Conan are like two heavyweights when it comes to hosting. Why don't they do it anymore? Now we're we're stuck with Joe Coy. uh, (laughs) Yeah, that was really weird. uh, What's the guy's name that hosted the Emmys? Uh, Ricky Gervais. Oh, Anthony Anderson. Anthony Anderson. I thought that... I thought that... He was like not great. The thing with the mom was annoying. But then also it's like... You know, I don't even think anyone else watches the the Emmys. Probably no one that were even no one listening to this probably even watched the Emmys. We didn't even know they were going to be on. Basically, they, I don't think they promote these things anymore. Yeah, you know, it's tough. It's tough. Although I did hear that they did just release the nominees for the Oscars. Oh um, yeah, we need to check those out. When are those? 
Who knows? Or something. You, I guess they're usually in March or something. Jeff, are you a, a, a sucker for a red carpet like I am? Because I just can't get enough uh, of it. You know, I, I do like seeing it. I have a tough time uh, with the amount of time it takes. But I like I like it as kind of that background uh, stuff going on. Uh, Correct. Catching certain speeches in and out type of deal. Mm, interesting. It's interesting. nice to catch a, a real moment live. You know, you saw the Will sl- Will Smith slap live watching yes. that yes, after we the saw fact. It live. Uh, it's important is, to is, see those. You know, things it's, live. It's, you want to see JFK with the bullet through the head on TV, not right. uh, not the yeah. next day. You know. Yeah. So they did, and I'll take it you didn't watch it, but very quickly, Anthony Anderson I did opens watch. up. Oh, oh, you did, and so uh, for the audience out there, he had this joke where his mom was in the audience and if uh, a winner spoke for too long, she would kind of hold up a sign and uh, heckle and start yelling, him. yeah. Um, and, and that was just not okay. I thought it was kind of funny. <laughs> oh, I did not like it when she interrupted Jennifer Coolidge. It was like, Jennifer Coolidge is a national treasure doing her speech. It's like, I get the joke, but I feel like she should have only like interrupted Anthony Anderson. Yeah, Coolidge already kind of had her moment though. Last year, I believe she won. She got everything out. She you're you're not say. wrong. You're no. not wrong. You're not wrong. And also, it's like uh, Anthony Anderson. One good thing that did come of it uh, is that he did a medley of old show tune theme songs, and one of them was "Good Times." Good times. And so now Dave and I have been starting to watch Good Times because the theme song is so great. Uh, and where can someone watch that if they wanted to take a peek? Uh, search it on your Roku. It's available on several different streaming guys platforms. Are big, on- big Roku guys. I, I haven't heard the Roku shout out in a while. Love oh, to hear love that Roku. coming back. We live in Roku. I made City. my first million off of the Roku stuff. They say that's the hardest. Yes. We love it. So anyway, uh, Good Times is a really funny sitcom. Norman Lear's sitcoms are funny. Who just passed away recently, did he not? Yeah, he was like... Uh, You you know, there's some sex of the family that say we're related to him, Dave. Uh, Having a leer on your father's mother's side of the family. Different spelling, uh, but, but, you know, they were uh, uh, Connecticut folk at the end of the day. That's interesting, Jeff. Uh, Are you ever curious to do one of these... um, 23 and me or ancestry.com. Yeah, you guys find some more family members. That worked out really well for you guys already, right? How what do, you do you mean? What do you mean? Did you find some family members through 23 and me? Did you not? Me? Yeah. I didn't do 23 and me. Well, someone else, uh, so other people in your family did 23 and me and then got this some kind great of bell. family members. Yeah. Yeah. There might be something there. Yeah, she was at our uh, celebration. Yeah, of course. In yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yes, yes. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> so you could maybe find some more family members if you do it yourself. Yeah, that's true. They, you know, they come out of the woodwork once they know how loaded Jeff and myself are. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like uh you don't want these dogs chomping at the bit to get their sticky fingers in our sweet cash flowed pockets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess we've not. seen it before, and you know it's a tale as old as time. Yes, Jeffrey is uh, immensely wealthy. The nation might not know this, but <laughs> he has many trusts set up in his name. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's just say, when the boy turned eighteen, he was. Walking down a golden street every night. <laughs> yeah. 
accounts, Dave. <laughs> All offshore accounts, of course, where yes. he has uh, unfortunately been locked out and forgotten he, the pin. He's the Gatsby of Williamsburg, if you will. <laughs> Newman. More like Krapsky. Oh, very good on uh, <laughs> showing off your high intellect and, and your beautiful prose. Got him. You got got. You just got got. Uh, Jeff, you reading anything good lately? I, I feel like I don't get to talk to you too often. Yeah, you know, I'm reading a, a Kurt Vonnegut book, believe it or not. Uh, it's actually about his life. Uh, v for Vendetta. Uh, you know of Vonnegut? Yes, I'm aware of Vonnegut. Um, of course, we know Vonnegut. Jeff, and is this an e-book or do you like to get put uh, uh, no, this is a, a book paper to hand? Uh, um, my father gave, gives me uh, reading material after he reads it in the bathtub. Uh, yeah. so, so I get those books. Um, you know, but you have a, a couple years of Wired magazine sitting in your bathroom. <laughs> Very good, Dave. Very good indeed. Um, yeah, you know, magazines are something people don't play around with so much anymore. But once you get your hands on one, it's uh, it's nice to finish an article uh, and and not see that never ending scroll. You know, you can kind of uh, put it away, uh, kind of feel accomplished. Uh, definitely feel accomplished and. And go on about your day with that little morsel of knowledge uh, that you're going to kind of kick back and forth to new people, uh, current friends for the next 15 to 20 years. And and that's how you build social relationships and interactions. It's by learning, reading, and conveying that material to other people so they know you're a learned, red person. Am I wrong, Jeff? Uh, you are not wrong. In, in fact, I find it to be uh, one of the, the healthiest ways to show that you're better than other people is is reading and, and kind of consuming. No, 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 no. The best way to show that you're better than other people is by being hot. Period. There is no other way to do well, it. Well, yes, that was a presumed uh, presumption, if you will. That your your if your body's hot, you still want to make that mind a little sharper too, because uh, people. Well, there's do. something about a, a himbo that can turn on an average person. Himbo, of course, is a male bimbo, um, but know, I still I think say, they have that gift of gab, and they're kind of worldly in a certain way. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, there, Dave. Mm, I don't know if that uh, constitutes what a himbo is. I would say. It's more of a, a, a jock who isn't so well-traveled. Tribbiani, well, if is, you will. Uh, yeah, there, Joey. There is a really hot girl on Below Deck right now, Below Deck Med, this girl Juliet. But she's so dumb that it's like kind of really takes away from the hot. So I guess, yeah, you do need to make sure that you're not cusping over into ruining your own well there's something about bimbos that a guy might like you know you don't but have luca to. didn't like her because she was so dumb mm, yes you know luca's a bit of a rascal jeff he wears a pearl necklace he's kind of doing peacocking like mystery a did. butterfly you still chest have your fuzzy purple hat <laughs> what do you mean? You know your fuzzy purple like hat that you'd wear. Uh, oh, I never had that, John. Oh, yeah, and then you tried the fedora for a minute. <laughs> I, I never tried the fedora, Jeff, and you know that. And Jeff, no, I believe you called it the fedeva. 
and they called them fucking uh, <laughs> Cheesy the Cheezer. You can tell he's, he's getting a little uh, stuck in his head there because no, he's I'm thinking about actually. that fuzzy hat in his brain. Chester, Chester the Cheeto. Jeff tied his hair. Jeff tied his hair fireball red <laughs> just to get attention in high school. Uh, and he funny. tried to be really cool one day and bike in the hallway and someone opened a locker and he fucking smacked into it and fell. <laughs> fucking nerd. Not true, Dave, and you know that. I'm a bad, bad man. I'm a bad man. Bad. And everyone called him Chester the Cheeto. Chester the Cheeto. <laughs> Jeff Rosenberg, he was slim like a Cheeto, and he had that beet oh orange God, face Jeff, and that red That would be a really hair. good Halloween costume for you. If you basically just wore sunglasses, you could be Chester the Cheeto. Yeah, and paint some stripes on you. If you just you. put sunglasses on and attach a tail to your ass, you would be pure Chester the Cheeto. <laughs> yes, Jeff. It would be fun to go as food. Uh, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> he's not food. He's not yeah, he's food. He's a mascot. He's yeah. a leopard. To go as Tony the Tiger. Ooh. Right. Or Captain Crunch or uh, who's uh, Count Count Chocula? No, none of those make sense for Jeff. Purely Chester. No, no, sense. I know. But I'm just saying it in the vein of other Halloween costumes. Not really Chester. Uh, yeah, you're I a lot like a him. Big chest, strong chest, and I have chest hair, but I don't see uh, any other relation to uh, Chester the Cheeto. I'm pretty sure Chester is ripped, no? Chester is lean like you, Jeff. Yeah, he is lean. He's a string bean. <laughs> Probably belongs to a climbing gym. <laughs> <laughs> Chester, Chester. What else did Jeff do in high school? Tell no, us more. I didn't do that in high school. Dave did yeah, dye his hair black in college, lest we forget. Chester, <laughs> come out and play Chester. In his neo face, he was wearing his trench coat. <laughs> and come out Weren't you carrying a, a a paintball gun that looked like an AK forty <laughs> seven? Oh, oh, Jeff! Jesus. Of course, he always has to try to Jeff, take it Jeff to used some to dark sit in the, Jeff used to sit in back of the classrooms, crush a whole snack bag of Cheetos, and fucking <laughs> suck it up without chewing, like a vacuum. <laughs> Dave, now you're just kind of being uh, foul and crude. What else would he do, Dave? Uh, he, he would wet his diapy all the time in homeroom. Oh, Dave, I didn't okay. do that either. Did I do something wrong? Do you actually have diapers on it? Because Dave says it a lot. Well, you know. <laughs> Maybe that's why the cleaners left. They found, your, they found your diapy bag. <laughs> we, we put them in the dishwasher. No, actually... I have no idea why they didn't clean the apartment the proper way. It was pretty upsetting, actually. What are you supposed to do in that situation? Like, There's not much to do except call and complain. It's really And crazy. boy, did we do that. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, but, um, Jeff, I noticed you have a little wristlet on. Maybe those are even called a bracelet. Um, oh, yeah. Can, I mean, that's a little fabric thing. Uh, can you tell the don't nation? Don't really want to get it? into the sentiment, huh? Can you tell the nation the oh, sentimental yeah, is that value? Oh, a strong bracelet. No, it is yellow, um, uh, but no, it's actually uh, from Brazil, uh, and then it, culturally, uh, you make a wish, uh, you tie a knot, and once the bracelet uh, comes loose, that wish comes true. So you know, it's nice to kind of wear certain uh, badges like that around. It, it can help. 
kind of instill a certain positivity in your daily life. Stupid. Um, Jeff, and would you consider this to be a a cultural appropriation of any sort? Uh, No, because I was given to it, uh, given it by someone uh, who is a part of that culture. So I think that's okay. Wait, what culture? I didn't hear you say anything. The Brazilian culture that you poo-pooed. Oh, I didn't know that that's what I was poo-pooing. Someone needs a (laughs) diapy. Okay, you know. Jeff, let her off easy. She had a heavy day. Let's put it that way. (laughs) (laughs) It is tough. It is tough. I'm really getting They probably left uh, the cleaners when they found the litter box and no cat. (laughs) 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 Very good, Jeffrey. You are on a Well, the apartment is in beautiful condition because between their shoddy work and my shoddy work, we've shoddied it up in here real nice. Well, you know, and I'm cooking, I'm cleaning, it's, there's doing laundry, there's, it seems like there's not much else I can do with my day, you know, um, I, 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 I love having you cook for me, it's so nice. Yeah, Jeff, I'd, I made a, a turkey bolognese, I know you might never have known no, how to do pronounce that, we do that, that. uh, it's bolognese, actually. <laughs> <laughs> and so what we do there is we sort of get some tomatoes, garlic, uh, we get all the good stuff and we sort of, uh, have it all in a hot pot, and we're stirring. We're mm-hmm. we're making a great meal. Are you, you're you're getting a little brown on that turkey first. I got it with Zoom. No, I actually like. Oh, it everything me- goes in at the same time. Yeah, I go medium <laughs> rare. <laughs> I like my ground turkey medium rare. It's not that it's medium rare. We're just not getting that mired reaction that gives you that nice crispness of a, uh, you know, uh, impactful flavor, a uh, very layered, very, uh, you know, kind of, uh, uh, you know, dense and, and delicious. And for anyone out there wondering, Jeff is sort of the cook in our family. We're also twins, if that wasn't obvious at the start of the show. And so he's my little brother. He's my little guy. I'm really proud to see what he's done uh, with his body, with his mind. Um, he's a bright young guy, and I think um, the world is his oyster, and I can't wait to see what's coming next from him. Uh, and as always, <laughs> stay. <laughs> hey, I know we kind of meandered last episode and didn't get to our pitches. So Yeah, that was a little rough, and that's my fault. I think I had to eat some food. You know, it's always tough kind of doing What do you these. mean it was rough? What was rough? I thought it was great. I yeah, don't people, the people in the people people rough because like I the think I was, I was hungry. I was hungry. Pitches are you like, were hangry, and pitches are the backbone of the podcast. With, ass. Without the pitches, we, we our, our tent isn't pitched. Oh, okay. I like that, Dave. I like that. It allows, it allows the, the walls to drape down as opposed to yes. just being a, 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 you know, two dimensional square as opposed to that three-dimensional cone or that pyramid if you will you need a foundation before you build those walls and and the foundation at twinovation is those twinovations the foundation at twinovation is going to be youtube yes we're trying to figure out how to work youtube it's been (laughs) around for 18 years Um, unfortunately our setup here is a little crude Um, anna's in her diapy of course Uh, grace if you can add some squish squish noises that that could be fun Uh, that could be fun grace not to put you in that you know our maybe put anna's left next to peter griffin's and see uh, if people can tell the difference (laughs) Hey, you better take it down a notch, Jeffrey. 
wonder where you find all these, you know, where do you find a squish, squish sound bite? Is there, obviously there's got to be websites, but I'm curious, uh, Grace, if you want to email me back. Well, Dave, I, if you keep all the liquid in your mouth, you could probably just <laughs> take it from you talking. Oh, Jesus. He doesn't he usually Ew. have that cotton mouth? I guess he's not doing that type of stuff anymore. No, uh, Jeff, I, I, no, I drink green tea now. It really moistens the whistle. Yeah. Are you finding your hands uh, and your knuckles, especially in this cold, windy weather, uh, getting chapped, Dave? Uh, uh, do you find your hands, your knuckles dragging on the ground when you walk, Jeff? Uh, no, it's more of a wind-based uh, irritation. Mm, I, was I was actually told today to put a little, before I go to bed, a little bit of water on the hands, moisten them up, and, and then you put the lotion on. Um, and then you put that's it, interesting. Then you put, then you know, a, because you love and the glove, yeah. But I've never heard of the lotion over the water because it like seals in the moisture. I don't know if that one tracks oh, yeah. for me. Yeah. If you put in the moisturizer after you the shower, moisturizer. Moist. I just learned that today. So, Jeff, is you're that moisturizer? Peter Griffin, dude. It's spot on. <laughs> Jeff, so you're saying water comes after the moisturizer? No, before getting before, before. I don't know if I believe the woman who told me this. And then, just to clear it up, are you wearing gloves at night? Over you that? are wearing gloves at night over that. What but kind I'm, of gloves? What do you mean? Uh, she actually said you could use socks. What is this for to keep you from <laughs> Sucking your thumb? No, to uh, just keep the hands hydrated. Mm, he needs soft hands. Yeah, Jeff, why don't you post some pictures of your hands on the gram and we'll let the nation judge. No, it's more of like the, the cracking of the knuckles, uh, the skin on the knuckles. Oh, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> Tell me you're old without telling me you're old. No, it's more that, you know, I, you know how I, I kind of work with my hands. You know, so a lot of times men and women uh, that work with their hands, they'll actually. No, I know. I'm pushing plates every morning, Jeff. I got calluses all over my hands from from pushing dumbbells to the top of the ceiling. I thought you meant making the breakfast, pushing plates. No, I make breakfast. No, Anna handles breakfast. I handle lunch, dinner, dessert, clean up. (laughs) What's up for lunch? Is that kind of just a heavy snack or are you talking? Lunch is usually last night's leftover dinner for me, at least. Anna doesn't eat fridge food so i'll prepare her a, a, a makeshift salad with some green with some greens and some protein in it oh i will also oh, what have kind like of protein you talking there a it's always chicken jeff well, i usually mm. can only eat chicken but we've been trying to delve into salmon of course salmon salmon uh and so yeah we've been going really hard on the salmon i buy top shelf salmon 40 dollars a pound jeff well, i'm overpaying tell. i mean aren't you a uh, quarter salmon on your mother's side <laughs> with very good with that opaque pink skin of yours? Yeah, it's all opaque is how it's pronounced. Why do you think that you don't have that pink skin, Jeff? I mean, I got that pink skin somewhere, but not the way. Do you look the, in the, the mirror and not see it? <laughs> no, I'm just saying Dave's extra pink. I, I think, think you guys that. have the same coloring, don't you? No, I Jeff's that... got that New Jersey glow to him. No, he's pink too. Oh, no, he, he's, he's pink. Uh, I mean, I'm still swimming downstream. Let's just say that. Yeah, you're pink. You, that's why you're Chester the Cheeto. Like, <laughs> he's you know? your skin <laughs> and your hair are all the same color. That's what you guys are like little ginger snaps. Yeah, all right. I don't like the turn that this conversation is headed towards. Your little butterscotch ginger snaps and your hair and your skin are all the same color. Butterscotch ginger snap. 
Ooh, 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 ooh. Um, shout out to any new listeners out there. We're about to get into our first round of ideas. We have three ugly people in the pig pen tonight <laughs> with disgusting ideas and a knack. Speak for yourself. Uh, I don't appreciate that. I'm on. Yeah, Anna doesn't have any idea. Oh, uh, Jeff, you, you know. She's got Jeff's no really- idea. <laughs> I have an idea, actually. You're gonna eat this your fucking got words. No fucking idea. You're gonna eat your hat when you hear my idea. And don't forget, you can check out that slop shop. We always like to cover our monthly expenses for upkeep. Um, so that's one item being no, bought. No, the slop shop is the worst way to come across that long green. That long green, indeed. Slop dot online. Check it out. Uh, I think that's what it is. Um, and let's mm-hmm. bring our first ugly monster into the pig pen. He goes by the name of David Rosenberg. Howdy, folks. How you doing out there? Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Now gather around. Now gather around and allow me to pose a question, will you? Please sure. do. Please do. What's the worst part about making your homemade tacos? Mm. I wouldn't know because uh, you handle dinner. I do handle dinner. Jeff, any thoughts, any queries? Oh, yeah. No, we just made tacos the other night. I would have to say the amount of, uh, you know, if you want your fixings, and you definitely want your fixings, you're talking about kind of a lot of little mini recipes going on with your guac, uh, your pico de gallo, uh, things of that nature. Correct. So what you're saying is that there's a lot to jam into uh, potentially small wrap. Depending on the well, size I'm not of your exactly wrap, saying that I'm saying you have to prep a lot of different things. Uh, yeah, when I mean, we do bowls. I don't know if you guys are still eating uh, gluten. Yes, we do eat gluten. We're heavy into the gluten industry. Um, <laughs> That's for sure, and we support it. Um, and what's there not to love about a taco? But we all know what the problem really is, right? The food can fall out sometimes. Uh-huh. Are you with me? Yeah. So Jeff, Jeff eats it out of the bowl, so he doesn't have to worry about this. But the taco shell or wrap is not secure, and I'm here to fix this with my brand-new pesto patch. Okay? The pesto patch is an adhesive pesto-inspired patch that secures the two ends or four ends if that's how you wrap your tacos, to ensure you're never making a mess. The pesto patch comes in packs of 10, and we think that um, this thing being sold in grocery stores right next to the taco wraps will ensure rapid growth and be the mustard to the taco's ketchup, if you will. What is this Um, made out of? Pesto. Um, Great question. Um, So who's willing to invest in this bright new startup here to shake up and upend the taco market (laughs) With major disruption, that's the pesto patch, uh, sort of a band-aid for your taco wraps, mm. if you will. Interesting. A, a, sc- a scotch tape. What adhe- What is the adhesive? It, it's made with a pesto substance, what and there's going to okay. I guess my first question is: Is do you consider pesto to be a Mexican uh, item, or do you find it to be more of an Italian? Uh, you know, with pasta and such. So, Jeff, we don't like to, you know, um, put a label on any type of food. The food comes from the world. Or Hispanic, um, so not, I guess, not just Mexican. I suppose they have tacos elsewhere. Right, right, right. So what we like to do is, uh, like I said, uh, every food is a, a food of the world at the end of the day. It's earth food. So, yes, maybe this is more Italian-focused on a more, uh, you know, Mexican dish, 
but at the end of the day, what we're doing is sort of a, a hybrid dual approach to what we think is going to be a big hit in the taco industry and something that we see being the ketchup to your mustard. Hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. On a thought. Stinker. <laughs> the pesto patch uh, is not only made out of pesto, but it's fast acting, and that's why uh, we, we were really excited to see. At one point, you said uh, for the four corners of the taco. Can you talk about that a little more? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes, I was worried someone would bring that up, Jeff, but I like to actually squinch all four sides together and almost make it into a quesadilla of sorts, even though it's not grilled or or heated. Why do you keep mentioning the four sides of a taco? A taco is in a circle. You, yeah, but you can let's say you, you turn the taco in you know you you get your regular taco uh look where you just pinch the middles mm-hmm. uh, the side you know and then sometimes I like to take the the longer ends and squanch them up together so it's really all in my hand like a little so dumpling. So two pinches so are you yeah. folding it? No, I'm not folding it, Jeff. So, you but don't if fold you have the, the two pinches, isn't that still uh, two instead of four points for two two pesto patches yeah, instead the of two four? Or the f- yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct, Jeff. I, I see where you're getting. Uh, if you want to deeper dive into this, I'm going to be doing a webinar on it in the near future where I'll sort of go into deeper details on what I mean about that four point squanch. <laughs> that's that's good. Um, pesto patch. That's a band aid. For your taco, uh, it's sort derivative. Of an edible tape. It's an edible. It's derivative. Tape. It's, uh, it's not derivative. I mean, we've Jeff. played around with it at a live show, I believe, in Austin. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong on that one. Gabrus was a part of it. Uh, the taco tape is 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 uh, elementary, uh, if if not premature. Interesting. I didn't realize we already had pitched the taco tape. I apologize, and Grace, if you can scrub this from <laughs> the Twinovation records, that would be duly noted and appreciated. Oh, You'll yeah. get them next time. Huh? So I'm going to assume everyone's out. Bad yeah, idea that was for a me. Real, real stinker. We haven't had a stinker that bad uh, since the cleaning people didn't uh, take on as diapies. <laughs> <laughs> Very good, Jeff. Well, I can't wait to hear what you have. Uh, yeah, I can only imagine this is going to be another clunker. Yeah, uh, Jeff's yeah, idea is going to be like, what clunk. if? Yeah. Oh. What if your TV yeah. uh, <laughs> could? Uh, Pee into your comp. What if you could? Wait, no, I, I already do. do. No, I oh, that's interesting. I already no. pee in my What if you could smell <laughs> paintings? <laughs> it's like, Ooh, what? It would be surprising if you could smell any, anything, you know? <laughs> uh, Jeff, of course, is talking about my traumatic brain injury that I suffered. Oh, uh, he, really he got me drunk. Of him. He got really me drunk awful. one night and shipped me off oh, to the pretty, wayward ends. He of, just wasn't looking out for you that night. He wasn't he being had. a brother. I, was, I probably had texted Dave. And because he had joined the fraternity, he didn't want to hang out with me anymore. If you had been looking out for him, then, you know, it all could have gone. Yeah, he, didn't really he, could. Spend, he didn't want to spend time with me. He wanted to create his own identity. Oh, I... Which I guess he did at the end of the day, and you left half of that identity on the asphalt. <laughs> oh, my God. Jeffrey, yeah. you are savage. You are savage. Dave. Well, of course, Dave did tell me that you were crying like a little baby that whole time. Is he alive? Is he alive? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Yeah, right. He was probably like, this hospital doesn't have any food. Oh, please, guys. I think this is really kind of foul on your end to take advantage of my emotional state uh, during... Mm, Well, you opened up the can of worms. Per usual, you know, he turns up the heat and then... Uh, runs screaming away yes, from Jeff, the fire. Don't jump in the flame of hot cheating Cheeto bag unless you're willing to get cheesed, <laughs> Chester. Yeah. Now his idea is going to be like, um, a Cheeto bag that's not flaming. Uh, a, a bag of just Cheeto dust that you can <laughs> snore <laughs> when your buddies are over. Fun, you know, the challenge is uh, made a big splash. Uh, in kind of that 2014 to 2017, where you'd have your ghost. Harlem Shake? Uh, no, more of like uh, the eat the ghost pepper chip, uh, you know, stuff like that, cinnamon challenge, uh, things like that. Uh, Maybe we have a new challenge on here where you crush up a bag of Cheetos and, <laughs> and you rub them on your skin. Yeah, and you and you and take you, a picture you do a Jeff a, costume. A side by side next to a picture of Jeff's face. <laughs> and, and the winner gets a hundred dollars from the slop shop. Post your best Chester the Cheeto picture and uh <laughs> we'll see which one resembles Jeff the most. Yeah, be sure to put some uh Red hot barbecue sauce in your hair too. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, what do you have for us today? Thanks, uh, <laughs> thanks, <laughs> thanks, guys. Uh, allow me, if you will, to pose a question. Please do. Uh, what Please are they saying do. is the next gold rush? That next buy, 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 once in a lifetime. Nvidia. Uh, no, sure. I suppose if you're if you want to click on something, but what if you want to put in that sweat? equity uh, and, and you know kind of create something out of nothing uh you know dig that gold for yourself and we're talking a mineral here no we're talking a little more uh abstract believe it or not dave interesting so nothing you can hold oh i wouldn't say that entirely but yes and you can't hold it per se what's a new development uh in in this post covid world Oh, that actually kind of came into development because of COVID. Uh, interesting, Jeff. You've piqued my interest. Zoom. 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 That's interesting. Why don't you get away from that tech space a little bit? Bring it back to IRL. <laughs> Not to be confused with TRL. <laughs> I was on TRL. Of course you were, sweetie. I was. Oh, very nice. Very nice. Okay, guys. What I'm actually getting at is outdoor dining. <laughs> Outdoor dining? Yeah, outdoor dining. Yes. Uh, which, you know, uh, I think was not just a development in New York City, but you found it uh, in all sorts of cities around the world. His invention is outdoor dining? No. On well, let's a, hear about. If can let me speak, I, I can, you know, really I am. This is a out. quorum. I thought this was a quorum. I'm sorry. I thought I could just, you know, we're having a quorum. Well, this has TED Talk rules in it. Okay. Um, you know, and they're coming out with a, a lot of new rules. Okay. A lot of people spend a lot of money kind of building these outdoor patios, these decks, if you will, mm-hmm. uh, only to have them torn down because they're, you know, they're not up to a code that didn't exist until now, you know? Yes. Uh, you know, so as a, as a branch of my current, uh, incorporated business, which, uh, you know, I, I started in November. Uh, the interior solutions, David, uh, 
we're now actually uh, delving into exterior solutions. And what we're, wow. we're pitching today is kind of that, that easily build up, break down outdoor dining scenario because these uh, have to go down in the winter, right? You know, no one wants to plow a street uh, with all these dining areas, uh, obstructions, this or that. So they are now temporary. It's kind of the new move, right? And so what we're doing is we're making that kind of that quick setup, quick assembly, uh, that, that zip, zip, uh, pop it um, pop it out, uh, build it up, break it down, you know, borderline, I don't want to say Ikea, but it's very flat pack, uh, easily, um, you know, kind collapsible. of collapsible, collapsible. Exactly, Dave. And that's what we're doing. Uh, obviously different options on your siding. Um, you know, if you want your, your park K flooring or something like that, we all offer all sorts of options, uh, almost as if you're making your own house on the Sims type of deal. And then what we also do there is we have kind of our proprietary bladder system that helps maintain uh, you know, kind of that strong siding, uh, you know, in case the semi comes hitting you at, at 16, 17 miles an hour, you know? I do know. Um, Jeff, that is a really interesting idea. Uh, currently, the, the it's more uh, a brick-and-mortar setup, right, with two-by-fours and mm-hmm, mm-hmm, nails mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. not something that you can sort of uh, pitch. Traditional uh, construction materials, yes, yes. That makes it hard to do every every other season, as to say, so to say. Um, and so what we're talking <laughs> about here is uh, sort of a collapsible um, outdoor dining set similar to your Legos perhaps or yeah, your yeah 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 yeah, 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 something that can sort of be nipped and tucked at the correct uh-huh. time. You know, they say the modularity is near. Yes, that's what it is. That's what I was trying to think of, the word modularity. Do these need to be moved ultimately when they're collapsed down to their most compact form. You well, you'll find out a, a lot of these establishments, uh, you know, they're struggling for space, uh, room in their basement. If, if they even are allowed access to the basement, uh, the back room, this or that. Uh, and what we do is we, we pick it up, we take it away. And as that new season comes around in spring, uh, we, once you see that first dandelion, we like to say once you see that first daisy pop out of the ground, your your outdoor dining is set up is already in the truck ready to come to you because because you know you're doubling the size of your establishment in a lot of these cases uh, people are loving it you know it's almost it's almost like uh what do they call them the japanese maple is it the jet not the japanese maple what do people come out for the cherry lilies blossoms. Are, cherry, cherry blossoms. blossoms thank you i appreciate you Jeff, now I, I think you need to pivot a little bit, and you're the company that stores these off-site during those uh, winter months, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and and you're the one that builds them, breaks them down, puts them up, breaks them down, and you're storing them at your own facility because it's unlikely. No, I am. I am saying that. I'm saying we do do that. We do do that. Great. And uh, is this going to be under under the umbrella of your premium interior solution? Uh, so this is actually a partnership with Premium Exterior. Oh, <laughs> I love that, Jeff. I love that. And do you have a prototype in place or not? Uh, you know, we're working with a couple uh, leading designers. 
uh, in that space. Uh, we don't want to give too much away, but we're actually very, very excited about what this can mean for the future uh, of any kind of city on the rise, if you will. Yes, I, I, I will. Um, I, I think it's great. Premium Exterior Solutions uh, has a place in my heart, and uh, you know, I look forward to one day being a restaurateur myself, sort of doing a fusion of uh, Mexican food and Italian food. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're going to sort of get your meatball tacos or your right, um, your 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 uh, uh, flan hoagie. Right, exactly. Um, Jeff, really cool, really bright, really well thought out. Um, I think you brought. I'm it sorry, this was episode. that not, uh, dumb enough for you guys? Anna, did you want a little more pee pee poo poo or whatever Chester the Cheeto stuff that you guys are uh, yapping about? Or what do you think? Uh, or or can I mean, we deliver real ideas to real people to try and change the world one pitch at a time? But if you guys want to, if you guys want to stay in that pre-COVID world, I'm more than happy to allow you to do that. Well, we would have loved to stay in the pre-COVID world, Jeff. I think anyone would agree. Uh, you know, with a world without the global pandemic. You know, but without really systemic changes like this, there there's no opportunity uh, to grow and become a self-sufficient entrepreneur. Uh, you know, a lot of times, uh, during catastrophe, disaster, uh, that's when the real monies can be made. Jeff, I couldn't have said it better myself. You know what uh, I mean, guys? You, yes, we know what you mean. I, for one, I think I speak for both of us when I say we are in as customers. Well, you don't have to go back to it. You know, we keep with it, assume that there's a little choppiness going on, but that we're still on the same page. No, that's what I was doing, but thank you. Um, and so what I'm going to say is we love the idea of outdoor dining. Uh, we don't go to restaurants anymore because now I'm a chef of the sorts. Um, but I do love seeing people enjoying that outdoor dining when I'm taking a stroll mm-hmm. to get my 15,000 steps a day. Of course, of course. Thank you, Jeff. A round of applause, Grace, if you can find a file Boo. for it. Boo. Uh, and next up in the pig pen, Jeff, once again, f- fabulous idea. You, you got my mind spinning right now. My brain is turning. The wheels are uh, wheeling, wheeling <laughs> and dealing. Uh, and I'm really excited to call you my little brother after a pitch like that. Next Thanks, up in the pig it. pen, she goes by the name of Anna Rosenberg. Anna, what do you have for us today, girl? Hi, I'm Mrs. Rosenberg. Mom. Uh, and... Uh, <laughs> Sure. Uh, today I have a, a really compelling idea for you to share. I'm listening. Okay. Uh, so TVs, I should be able to send your uh, a friend. Like if I'm watching a funny show, I should be able to just text that episode to my friend yes. via his Via the TV, Jeff. That's an idea you like, can never come up I with. I have Roku. Joe, Joe has Roku. So it's like if I'm watching a funny episode of Good Times, I should be able to send Joe, like, put that episode of Good Times on the clip it, gif it, send it, link it. Of his Roku, deep link it, so that if he, it's like no guesswork, he can just right, watch right. it because I sent it to him. That's my idea. A TV that can text. A TV that so can there text. You go. Yeah, you can almost, uh, you know, kind of cut that 
that uh, wait for someone to maybe post uh, the, the Joe Coy thing on, on the internet the next day, as opposed to say you TV text it to me in the moment. TV texting, uh, uh, instant classic on a, uh, a beautiful idea, Jeff. You know, I'll be watching something a lot of the time and I'll be like, Hey, have you seen Rick and Morty season six, episode two? Instead of telling you where to watch it, maybe I can deep link you to that episode. You uh, open you, it you up on your deep phone link twice now. Oh, what's that all about? So a deep link will kind of take you deeper into what we're looking for, Jeff. Instead of me texting you a login to your Hulu, it's going to go straight to that episode. All right, so you're not going to have to activate anything. Mm-hmm. How do you like that? Right. No, I, that's interesting. I do like that. Uh, I'm, I'm new to it, but it makes a lot of sense to me. Uh, and it really gets rid of kind of that that's a possibility of snafus. Snafus indeed. Or, or and I think, laziness in general. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, who wants to log in every time and, and search it on your own? You know, it's like, give me that deep link. Cool. I think that that does it. Uh, we had a great time. We had two great ideas. Sorry for my pesto patch. But if anyone thinks the pesto patch is a good idea, Maybe DM me. I'd love to talk over the intricities, Jeff. <laughs> in, uh, in, intr- intricities, yeah. In, intricacities. You're implicated and intricated. Intricacies. Intricacies. Yes, proclivities. Uh, we all had a fun time. Uh, we can't wait to do the. In, yeah. Uh, we all had a great time, Jeff. It's always good to see your face, to hear you. Uh, I, I, the, the fans are really jazzed about doing 20 minute episodes every day, um, which maybe is something we can do. We can call it segments or something. Oh, we could do, uh, it, could do it in fun. the morning. It could be on YouTube. Yes, dude. Yeah. I love a morning chat. Because, yeah, Dave, you always send me really sweet stuff. Uh, so maybe there's some version of that where you, uh, people can see your sweet side to me and not just the Chester stuff. Right, Chester the Jester. And I hear what you're saying, Jeff. It, you know, if you'd ever like to post those sweet text messages, I think uh, people might like to see them on the no Instagram. No one ever posts all the funny things that I text people. It's like, uh... Well, we'll get, we'll, we'll see. Well, you don't, you don't necessarily text me the funniest things. Yes, I do all the time. What's an example? Uh, every day I'm like kind of texting you little funny things. You know, now that I think of it, you do text me little uh, quid bits. Look, today I texted you a picture of this dog, and I said we could name her Grape. Yes, yes. Um, Of course, we have enough diapy, poopy pants around here without having a small dog. No, I want to get a little tiny dog and name her Grape. And I want a big dog, and I want to call her Bane. Even, you know, animals aren't, or dogs aren't supposed to eat grapes. That's kind of ironic. Well, she's a little tiny dog. She's a little grape. She's a little grape. And then when Dave's back on the sauce, he'll he'll lay down on the couch, (laughs) not realizing the dog is underneath him. Jeff. I'm off the sauce. He's off the sauce. He doesn't like to drink, and uh, he's a better man. Is that true, Dave? No, I do like to drink, and I'm going to get back on the wagon as soon as I can. I actually had this new idea for a Bloody Mary-esque drink where instead of using tomato juice, you're using uh, vodka sauce. <laughs> <laughs> like a thick vodka sauce, so it's like a, almost an alcoholic soup. Yeah, yeah, that's good, that's good, that's good, that's good. So that's the idea, uh, take it or leave it, that's the alcoholic penne a la vodka. 
with a little actual vodka in it. Um, so that, that's that's where I'm at. That's where my head's at. Sound off in the comments. Uh, reach out to me. I'm always um, the loneliest person in the room. And as always, <laughs> stay steaming and, and stay, stay dreaming. Oh, yeah. yeah. Walking out the door, robbing their bank. Got the chauffeur, makes it more purpose. Now an open screw, Chardonnay with two dudes for innovation. I owe you. Oprah, Oprah, buddy, getting, getting Oprah, buddy. Oprah, Oprah, buddy, getting, getting Oprah, buddy. Getting Oprah, buddy, getting Oprah, buddy. Getting, getting Oprah, buddy. Oprah, buddy. That was a HeadGum Podcast.